0: This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is brought to you by Brush. Brush is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles, the Brush redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist, a fresh whole mouth clean every single day my listeners get 15% off off their total purchase with code pod 15 follow the link in the show notes and enter the code pod 15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine today Bruce I'm not gonna raise my voice yes! I'm really good at basketball for a puppet. What just happened? I drink your milkshake. What's up with those shorts? It's either super good or super bad. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello from the Dire Prime studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. off episode eight. Let's fix college basketball. What's wrong with college basketball? I don't know. There's some things we can work on. Check out the landscape. Pretty soon, the NBA is going to allow guys that go straight from high school to the NBA. That's going to be different. All right. Not and different and not in a good way for college basketball. You know, you've just got some things that are easy to fix to make the product better. Here's what I see as far as changes. Imaginary telephone pole foul. Right. That's not, No, that is not improving college basketball. There's no wrong answers here besides imaginary telephone pole on what can be done to improve the college basketball game experience. Game-wise and watching it-wise, from a fan perspective, from a playing perspective. And I'll go from most obvious to spitballing, you know, just throwing some ideas out there. Let's start with the easiest thing first. Less timeouts. You got to have less stops in play. I mean, they've got like, uh, I should know the rule. I don't. I feel like there's like seven timeouts. Make all the timeouts 30 seconds. Done and done. Can we do that? You don't have to change how the TV timeouts are set up if you just make the timeouts 30 seconds. Get rid of full timeouts. And if you're a basketball player, you're like, "Hey man, you're trying to kill me. I'm you're killing me with all the all the breaks in the game." Sub more. Listen, we're going, the talent's going to drop. When the guys can go to the NBA, it's already happening. When you look at the 2021 NBA draft board, in the top five picks, there's two guys uh, from the United States of America that went right to the G League instead of playing college basketball. So you're going to see the talent pool change So, just sub more. It is what it is. All right? If you're telling me that's going to... But listen, I feel like that's an easy fix. 30-second timeouts. If you don't want to do that, then right now TV timeouts are every four minutes of play based on the clock. Change it to every five. All right? Keep the two 20-minute halves. That's fine if you want to do that. It's unique, I guess. But you've got four caked in commercial breaks or four two minute timeouts caked in plus the seven timeouts that the coach can call. Some of those are full timeouts longer than 30 seconds. So change it, make them every five, three instead of four. Now, you know, you got to talk to ESPN and CBS and Turner about, Getting getting that cheddar. I understand it's about cheddar. I get it. But less commercials. This is not football. And it's not soccer. It's in between. So be more like soccer than football with your commercials. Okay? They're already cutting away from foul shots to add more commercials. Figure it out. Or... Go like the women. The women have went the quarters. Watch WVU women's basketball this year. Enjoy the quarters. And there you go. Five minutes into the quarter, TV timeout. After that, first quarter ends. Keep going like that. Let's go four quarters. Again, with the purpose of less stops in play. So many stops in play, which brings me to my next one. Instant replay. It's not helping the game. At some point, do I want the referees to get it right? Yes. Do they get it right with the instant replay? I guess. Is it soul draining when the referees who... We all agree, not very good. It's a difficult job, but they're not very good, right? We can all agree on that, right? With love and respect to college basketball referees. But if you're not good at the job and you have this thing that helps you be better at your job, but also takes away from the viewing experience, I mean, football—you're in it for the long haul. Like you, you've carved out three and a half hours of your time. Basketball—you should be out in two, two and a half hours. And West Virginia did do better about keeping their games closer to two hours and two and a half. Some of that is because they—they <laughs> weren't—they uh, didn't rock fight like West Virginia usually does. Not as many fouls this year, but. The replay, especially towards the end of the game. Or replays in the middle of the game. They just take too long. So what I'm saying is, I'm not against instant replay. But it's 2021. Get better technology to make it quicker. It's got to exist. We're going to have... They announced, this is for uh, people who like stats like I do they're going to have the players are going to have these trackers on them in Big 12 play so you'll know where they're shooting from what's like all this detailed information advanced analytics that's amazing right why it's video isn't there like a Watson can't we get Watson on this can't Watson be the replay Computer, the computer might get it wrong. But Watson, I, he Watson cleaned up on Jeopardy. Watson was amazing. So throw IBM some dollars and get Watson on the case and let's chill it out with all of the instant replay. Especially at the end of the game. Nothing ruins a good game at the end more than they're going to the monitor for some reason big 12 refs they're all about those monitors so get watson or just get it wrong and let's go back to it let's like all right let's check in with the instant replay technology when it's better Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Summer's almost here, and you know what that means. Embroidery. I don't know if embroidery has anything to do with summer, but Dyer Prime knows about embroidery, and they can help you with your embroidery needs. Embroider a hat. Embroider a polo. Embroider a t-shirt. Think of something that needs embroidered Dyer Prime can do that for you. Start your summer off with embroidery with Dyer Prime, 304-767-4445. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. All right, let's keep going here. Another thing, we're getting a little more, okay. Virginia, Syracuse. This new guy that's at Oklahoma that's coming from Loyola, Chicago, this pack line defense, where, you know, it's it's essentially five guys in the paint. Essentially. Trusting that you can't shoot the ball. And so you can get a, a 50 <laughs> a game in the 50s. And I want variety. I don't want to make Jim Beheim extinct, even though. His zone killed WVU's chances of doing anything because they beat him with the zone last season. But the NBA has something called defense of three seconds, where like the offense, you can't be in the paint more than three seconds. Same for defense. And guess what? Are you watching the NBA playoffs? They're playing zone. But they're not hanging out in the paint longer than three seconds. So yeah, that messes up a two-three zone. (laughs) But you can still play zone. Bayham's a smart guy. Defense of three seconds, because not only does it get rid of like the true college zone, but it gets—I think it gets rid of some of this pack line defense stuff that is just not conducive to a good product. It's good, the guys that coach it. It's great defense. Chris Beard uses it. It's great. I don't know if he uses Pac-Line or a version of that. Baylor, a version of that. Wisconsin. Like, nobody would argue that they're not good at defense, but also... You got to have it better to watch. So the only thing I can think of is is bring in defensive 3-second calls. And let's get of let's get rid of imaginary telephone pole. We'll just swap that out for defensive 3 seconds. Again, in an effort to we need to increase offense. And yes, I follow a team that is coached by Bob Huggins. And I think you can still be good at defense and have that. Because Huggins wants to play man-to-man defense. I'm sorry, Beheim. And maybe this is because <laughs> of one recent game. And maybe I'm overreacting. But this is for all the pack line guys and the no middle guys or wh- whoever's doing conjuring up defenses to make uh, it tough to score baskets. I want to see more baskets. This was a great season last year for West Virginia fans to watch them because they made a lot of baskets. And guess when they didn't make a lot of baskets? When they played against a zone. (laughs) So, defensive three seconds. Agreed? Uh, You don't have to agree, but that's an idea. I'm just throwing stuff out. Let's fix it. Unreasonable doubt is on the social media. On Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. On Twitter at I'm Josh Witt. On Facebook, go to that search bar thing and type in Unreasonable Doubt. Do it. Interact with the show. What else do we got? Uh, this is the last thing I have, and this is the spitball idea, okay? College basketball, like the NBA, and you see these websites, there's a there's a shot quality website that gives you predictions of who should win based on the quality of shots a team is getting. And the math tells you that the the best shot is a layup or dunk. Oh no, the best shot is a free throw. The second best shot is a a layup or dunk and the third best shot is a three pointer. Or in that no I don't know if it's in that order. It's one of those three shots and that's what the game is now. Make a three, make a dunk or layup, get to the foul line. And everything else is deemed not as quality. And guess what? That makes the experience of watching the game not as quality. Especially in college basketball. Pro, you could argue, it's it's super impressive. Shooting in my lifetime, shooting the basketball, the skill of shooting the basketball, drastically improved. But they may have a problem too. Because, you know... A mid-range shot can be awesome, and are you? If you're watching the NBA playoffs, guess who's really thriving? Uh, Jokic, Johnny mid-range, Chris Paul, Johnny mid-range, Devin Booker, Johnny mid-range, Kawhi Leonard, Johnny mid-range, and it's fantastic to watch them. Let's go back a little bit. Michael Jordan. Johnny mid-range. All those dudes are Johnny Johnny mid-range. And guess what? Kobe Bryant, Johnny mid-range. Those are these are the best basketball players. They're known for their mid-range shot. And they're still great. And yet somebody would have been in Michael Jordan's ear in 1987 and said Hey, man, you know this shot that you're um, that you're working on around the foul line or like 10 feet out on the baseline? Uh, stop doing that. Can you just go or, you know, do that every once in a while. But the dunking thing that you do, Mike, keep doing that. That's totally awesome. But also just scoop back a little bit and shoot more threes because they're worth more. And it's permeating the college game as well. Huggins adapting. Respect the man could coach. And so this year, their shot selection, there still was a bunch of mid-range twos. But the number of threes that West Virginia shot is definitely increasing. And I'd I'd be surprised if it doesn't happen again, especially if Sean McNeil comes back. Because then you've got Sean and Taz uh, shooting the threes that they shot last year or maybe even more so threes are still worth three i'll give you that here's my idea and uh it, this sounds crazy but maybe it's not crazy you can't change how much a foul shot is worth right they are they're a foul shot's worth a point but let's change how much dunks and layups are Let's make those, let's decrease the value of that to one point. Yeah, okay, it sounds insane. I'm not trying to get rid, I'm not trying to get rid of the dunk and the layup. I'm just trying to give the mid-range shot it's due. So that circle that sometimes is used properly and sometimes not that determines if it's a block or a charge like the, the little cylinder. Let's let's move that cylinder all the way to the baseline and make that everything that happens within there one point. Or spread that out, just a version of that close to the rim, make that one point. And now the math says, all right, yeah, that's that's a good point, but it's only worth one. If you scoop back a little bit, you get an extra point. And now the two-pointer is worth more. And now the mid-range game can flourish, and guys like Deuce McBride can be respected for their mid-range game. I like watching Deuce McBride play. He's got a great mid-range game. I like watching Chris Paul. I like the mid-range. Juwan Staten, great at the mid-range. So let's bring the 15-footer back. And let's do that by making dunks and layups worth less. (laughs) And maybe maybe somebody crunches the numbers and says, all right, well, you still should get the point. It's, it's still automatic. But you may, you know, this floater game, like Trey Young's doing a bunch of floaters. Maybe the floater gets a little more. Those are fun to watch. It's an impressive, it's a very difficult shot, the floater. But now it's going to be worth more than, you know, the dunker layup. So does this manifest in a... A two-on-one fast break and somebody doing a floater instead of dunking the ball? Maybe, maybe, but maybe not. Again, I'm I'm giving you that idea last. I just want the two-pointer to mean more, and that's the only way I can think of doing it. Is make the dunk and layup less. You got any ideas? Does basketball does college basketball need fixing at all? I don't don't know. I don't know. But there's my cat being annoying. So that's what you know what that means. It's time to end the show. So that's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I've fixed college basketball. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Gaspod. Subscribe to the podcast. Maybe it doesn't say subscribe anymore. Hit the follow button. You know how like social media works where you follow people, but you don't, you don't really follow them. Like follow them. Like Netflix documentary, follow them. Anyway, just hit the follow button. Whatever button that makes this podcast download into your phone, do that. Please and thank you. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WBU for the 2020-2021 season. They were 19 and 10. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today.